Welcome back to the Second and Two Podcast. I'm your host, TB. I got my co-host, producer extraordinaire, grill master, master of the hats and the beanies, yeah, certified that. accountant, background in business. I am not a CPA. Well, let's get that off <laughs> the chest. Background in business. He'll do your taxes for you. I Jody! I up, can't bro? even do my own taxes, but... <laughs> <laughs> that was what I was striving for when I went into school. I was like, you know, I'll be an accountant. You need one no matter what you do. You got to pay taxes every year. And then, you know, a couple of years of those classes, I was like, you know, let's, let's go with finance. It's same, same, but different. <laughs> same, same, but different. That's, uh, you know, I think that's a lot of NFL teams do that at the running back position right now. Oh. Same, same, but different. That's yeah. why they had a meeting. They had younger. a Zoom meeting. Yeah, I heard about that. That was hilarious. Um, we're going to today's plan. We're going to throw it around the league. Training camp open this week. Everyone's excited. Um, most of the teams are back. Um, we've got a lot of practices going on. We got the Jets getting ready for the Hall of Fame game, starting hard knocks, getting all that ready Ooh. to roll. But we got a lot of news around the league that we got to cover. Instant reactions. A lot of things happened today. That we'll get through. A lot of things have happened in the last couple of days. And then once we get through all of our more uh, important news, we're going to talk Madden ratings because it's July 20th. And they just released it. And why not? You know, let's yeah. talk it. So um, first and foremost, Justin Herbert, the man just got beretted. Five years, $262.5 million extension. It was like um, 133 guaranteed or something. 133 guaranteed, I believe, is the correct number. I mean, these quarterback extensions just keep going up and up. And up. <laughs> uh, I just read the other day that Burrow and Herbert were kind of like having a little bit of a standoff, staring at like who's going to sign their extendo first because then the next person could just sign for more. Yeah, Because that's true. just how it goes. It's just the next contract tops the one before it. And mm -hmm. uh, so I guess – you know, I guess uh, Burrow's, I guess, one, if you will, because we're going to probably see the Burrow extension happen within the next week, I would guess, and it's going to be for a little that, bit more. That guy's more accomplished, I would say, than Herbert, too. I think it's well-deserved if he gets more. You know, I saw something the other day with Herbert, and I... Oh, I think I know what you're talking about. Where he, where his... The points? He scored the most yeah. points and his at, at the start of career. The most but his team has allowed the most to start yeah, a career. So I did see that. <laughs> yeah, you know, in fairness to him, <laughs> you know, we'll, we'll give him that. But, I mean, instant reaction, Herbert getting all this money. What do you think, Joe? I think it's good to pay the guy. Granted, the Chargers are just saying they're, they're committed to the man. You know, they like him at that spot. Another five years extendo. So, but I will say... I we just got to see him do something. It could be at the end at the end of this. It could be another Phil Rivers that has all these accolades, but no, nothing to show for it. You know. Yeah. Um. I mean, if you look, I would say his career, uh, an apt comparison to the start of his career, and the start of another quarterback's career who turned out to be pretty good, Peyton Manning. Ooh. Peyton Manning had a very similar start, very productive, didn't win any playoff games, 
wasn't getting yeah. it done with his team in those first, you know, four or five years. A lot of people were like, is Peyton Manning really that good? And then, you know, we saw it happen in the middle of his career when he finally started beating Brady in the playoffs and mm-hmm. they won the Super Bowl, got to another Super Bowl. And then, of course, we know what he did with the Broncos in the latter yeah. part of his career. So uh, I'm certainly not ready to be, you know, I think there there's a lot of randomly super hot takes on Herbert. Like there are some people who believe he's the best quarterback in the league. And I, I just, I don't, <laughs> I think he's somewhere between on the high end. Maybe he's the fourth best guy on the low end, maybe the eighth or ninth best guy, you know? Yeah. He's somewhere in there. Like he's right around hovering. 10? He's, he's at, at the very least top 10 and yeah. he's hovering around the top five if he's not in it, you know? Yeah. I agree with that. And, you know, but then I see people on the other end that are like, Oh, Herbert is is terrible. He's he's a what what do they call him? Like the that that like fake computer quarterback or something like that. Oh, so like the, the media guy. Yeah, I I don't <laughs> I don't know why people are like I don't get that either. Like he clearly is very good. Like he if you just watch a Charger game, that's all it takes. Just watch the game. True. He's a he's a good player. He, he throws done, he throws of. the ball really well. He's mobile. Like he's everything you want in the modern quarterback. He has quick release. He can he can sling that thing. I mean. 70 yards in the air. So, yeah, Herbert, I have no problem with the Chargers giving him this extension. I think he's going to be their franchise quarterback for at least through the length of this extension, if not five more years plus after. I mean, we're talking yeah. the next 10, 10 to 15 years if his longevity is what we think say, it's going to be. stay healthy, that's for sure. And, and I would anticipate the Chargers are going to have at, at some level of success. They're, they're going to win some playoff games. He's not just going to... Go the rest of his career without winning in the playoffs like people keep talking about. It's going to happen. You know, if not this year, I would anticipate. I mean, he's got at least five more to do it. Yeah. So <laughs> I, I think this is a smart move for the Chargers. Get it done before Burrow gets his done. Yeah. Right. And and let them top it and, and keep it moving. I mean, the annual money is not – the way these quarterback contracts keep going, it – dude, you look at quarterback contracts signed a couple years ago, like Mahomes' 10-year extension. Oh, bro. The annual yeah. money on that. like pennies or something now compared it's to these stealing. Guys. Yeah, yeah. The, the, the Chiefs are stealing what they're paying in <laughs> compared to what – so, like, two years from now, this Herbert extension is going to look like, oh, yeah, it's just a basically average money. I mean, I'm serious. Yeah. It's So, I, I think it's – that's just how it goes. And uh, at that position right now, you're paying a premium. Herbert's a premium player. So – no problems on that. Um, the next thing that we did see today, the big, big news, these are all things that happened today. Saquon Barkley, not going to play on the I franchise did. tag. They oh, were man. able to agree to a one-year $11 million deal with the $2 million signing bonus. That's huge good. for Saquon. Um, my initial thought on this, one, he's getting more money than he would have got on the franchise tag. It's not True. a lot more, but – yeah, yeah. But it's more. Two, the Giants, the smartest thing they could have done. Like they're now that they've done this, they're guaranteeing they have Saquon this year. Yeah. If they had gone in this season without Saquon, I think it would have been pretty disastrous for their Not offense. For them. Yeah. Um and if you're looking at it from the Giants perspective, another thing is that like they didn't give him a long term deal, but they're gonna get him to play for him this year. So yeah. like that's a big thing, big deal for them too. And, you know, that you're going to get Saquon this year, but they didn't have to commit to him long-term, you know, where yeah. we've seen in the past that has burned some teams, namely the Rams, the Cowboys, 
you know, committing long-term money to a running back and and big money at that. And then having to like cut that guy before he's through the length (laughs) of that contract. So Cowboys and the Rams, I mean, they both had to do it. So I think it's a win for the giants to be, to be honest. Now, I guess it's a win for Saquon. He doesn't have to play on the franchise tag and he's getting a little bit more money, but he did not get the long-term deal he wanted. He does get to hit free agency next year. Assuming we're not in the exact same situation with the Giants franchising him again, but I guess it's a win-win. I mean, that's how I would look at it. I don't know, Joe. What do you think? I think. I mean, it's good he got bread, right? Obviously, like you said, it's only. I think it was what ten point three with the tag, so he got seven hundred mil or seven seven hundred k more. That'd be so wild. Though. Mill would be wild. That's huh? that's Mbappe <laughs> numbers, bro. <laughs> no, but I mean, he did get a little bit more bread on top with the signing bonus, so that's good. You know, it gives him a little more, a little bit more oomph to back that 11, 11 mil for the year. I do think, hopefully, the guy gets to go explore options other well, otherwise, because he he's the baller, and right now he's got it. If not him, there's only like so many more that you could say could go do that. I'd say probably like mm-hmm. Nick Chubb would be another one that would have to branch out to do something similar. And Christian McCaffrey maybe, but he's a different type of back compared to those two. So it's thin over there. They got to, and I know they're, they're hurting for themselves now, but it's the only way to flip things going forward for the running backs coming up behind them. I mean, I think... You know, I, I, I don't know that much is going to change for running backs. I mean, we we had this conversation the last time we were on the pod. Sure. It, it It's a small victory, I guess, that, that Saquon got this. But I, I, at the end of the day, I don't know that it moves the needle much towards their overall long-term goal. I mean, maybe the solution is that running backs are just not going to get long-term security. And we're going to see a lot more of these. There's one hey, year here and there. One year, bigger yeah. money. We'll pay you 15 mil, but it's one year, you know, or yeah. we'll pay you, you know, 12 mil, but it's one year. We're not going to give you three years, 36, but we'll give you one for 12, you know, yeah. I mean, and, and go back to back to back on that as opposed to, and, and every year running backs are going to have to prove it. Now, is that fair to them? Probably not compared yeah. to other positions getting long-term security, but that may be the way that they may have to go kind of the Kirk Cousins, yeah, betting yeah. on yourself year to year, one year contracts to to get the the money that they're looking for. I mean, that may be what we see more. Ha- I mean, maybe Saquon just set the the precedent that that's what yeah. you're going to have to start doing as a running back. I don't, I don't know. Another positive, I guess, of that would be you get a pick where you go at that point, right? If you want to chase Ring, you could bounce somewhere for a little bit less money for that possible. It's gonna. I mean. It's a lot different compared to like the NBA where you're trying to chase rings. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. if that's what you got to do and, and if if that's a good incentive because you get those extra games down the road too, a little more bread on top. So who knows? Um, in other news, we go to the next guy who got paid. We got one more guy who I mean, apparently today was payday in the NFL. We got one <laughs> more guy who got paid. Trayvon Diggs landed a massive contract extension um five years 96 million dollars mm-hmm. with the cowboys um locks him down for about 19 million dollars a year moving forward um 
I am of the three deals that happened today. This is the one I'm probably the least a fan of. <laughs> um, Why is that? Done some, we've done some film study on Diggs before, yeah. right? We've talked about Diggs. Diggs is there. There are to me there are two kinds of corners in the NFL, and maybe maybe you could go with three. And the third being like a true zone cover corner, like a true zone corner who's okay. who's crafty. You know, you can put him in in different zone coverages, and he'll be able to bait quarterbacks in the throws, that kind of thing. Yeah, that's that's the third kind. The first kind is put this guy on your best player, shut him down, and it'll be a ball game. Yeah, yeah like like you're don't even throw that guy's way. Just, <laughs> he's just gonna take a guy. So Revis Island, if you will, Revis Island, Stephon Gilmore, guys like that. The second kind is the the gamble corner the corner that's like feast or famine this guy is gonna jump every route he's super <laughs> aggressive now he's gonna make a million plays you know we're talking this is where Diggs falls this is where yeah asante samuel kind of fell um guys like patrick peterson at one time in his career was kind of this guy it's okay. just that the guy they're big names and they get the money because they're going to make plays. I mean, you're going to get pick six picks. They're, those numbers are going to be high every year. But uh-huh. then on the flip side, if you look at their coverage number, they're going to give up a lot of yards. Yeah, that's for because, sure. Because they play so aggressive. And it's just – that's just they their, their play style. They go the route and then the dude ends up running. Double move them. Yeah. You know, exactly. or they like they're always yeah. peeking back trying to make this play. And so then that's when – uh, they kind of lose their guy and then get they get beat vertical, you know, whatever it may be. And so those guys to me are I think everyone's a little different. You know, people's have their tastes and preferences. Personally, I as a coach, I'd love to coach the guy who just takes a guy out of the game. Now, do I love interceptions? Of course. But I'd rather just be like, we've taken an entire player or side of the field out Made of the game. Useless. Yeah. And now we can go play 10 on 10 and just like, just keep those guys out there. We'll go play 10 on 10 as opposed to the guy who I'm like, you know, I hope he gets the pick and he doesn't get beat this time, <laughs> you know, yeah. or like he gets the pick on this one, but like the next one, when they double move him, we give up a touchdown. Like, I hope it was worth it, you know? So mm-hmm. I'm not as big a fan of giving Diggs 19 mil a year. Um, he's a good player. He's extremely talented. Uh, it's a very Jerry Jones move, you know what I mean? It, you know, it's funny. <laughs> I was in the coach's office today, and one of my coaches said that exact, <laughs> like verbatim. That's a very Jerry Jones move, and it's so true. It's flash, and yeah, and that's for sure. you know, that's just that's what he loves, and that's what their team generally is, and so it makes sense. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's interesting because this happens in coordination with the fact that they cut Zeke. Yep. Tony Pollard never got his deal. He's gonna probably play yeah. on this franchise tag. And then Zach Martin did not show up to camp today. Oh, because he wants a new deal and they won't extend him. So it's That's very tough. interesting timing that they have one guy not show up to camp who's gonna hold out for now, and they gave this other guy an extension. And so yeah. um we'll see if they can kind of make that happen and and make all all right for everyone in in those situations. But I mean how how do you feel about Diggs? Uh, I mean, I agree with you. I don't. I think he's a good ball player. I wouldn't want to spend a lot of bread on him, or I don't even know how many years I'd want him. Really, I. You, I mean, you all, you've always talked about feast or famine, and he is that to a T. You know, 
And I mean, yeah, it looks good. Like what? Two years ago, he led the league in interceptions. Mm-hmm. And what happened last year? I, it, you know, it's a, it's that same concept. Like you got a lot of give, but then when they take, you know, it, it gets bad. Yeah. So I don't know. I think he's just it's not for me. That style of gameplay is not for me. I'll say that. That's easiest way. And, to put and it. I gotta say, I mean, you, you t- with a player like that. When if you coach a player like that, the thing is, is like you gotta let him be him. Yeah. You know, because like if he plays free, that's where that guy he's gonna make more plays than he gives up. Yeah. And so in the end, you're gonna get a plus result. I just would my preference if I'm picking if I'm getting the ability to choose, I'm taking the guy who I just know is shut down, and that's yeah. the guy who I would yeah. pay. Um, but good for him. I mean, it's big time money and he didn't like you said, he led the league in picks two years ago. So, um, it's not like they're paying a scrub. We don't want to make it sound (laughs) like that. So yeah. Another shocking development today, Jimmy Graham back with the saints. Now I don't know about you, but I was sitting there thinking, man, Jimmy Graham's been out of the league for so long. I looked he on the Seahawks or something. He played for the bears in 2021. I mean, he wasn't, he's not been that long. (laughs) <laughs> he was only out of football last year. So he took a whole year off. Um, he's back and he's going to be playing for the Saints again. I mean, he was a, yeah. a longtime Saint, was traded to the Seahawks, yep. then had a couple short stints with the Packers and the Bears mm, out of yeah, football last that. year. And he's back with the Saints. I mean, we'll see if he gives them anything. He's going to be 36 years old. Yeah. But yeah. Um, fun story. What is it? That just, 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 I mean, Jimmy being back oh, with his oh, I thought you like, had a story to Jimmy tell Graham, us. I was like, like oh, what happened with, what happened with him? I just thought it was a fun story. I mean, it's just like, it's kind of wild. Yeah, yeah, good headline, good headline. I got you. Yeah, I mean, hey, if he's still, the way I see it, he adds somewhat of a threat just based off the name, right? But he could have a little bit of juice in him. I mean, they got Taysom Hill over there on one side. You throw him on the other, you know, who knows? He could run a little something. Figure him up. I would say right now he's like a red zone threat at best. Like put him red zone fade ball, maybe. I mean that's I, I don't know. Maybe man. maybe we'll maybe, he's, tell, maybe he's giving you Yeah, uh, maybe he's giving you more than that. Maybe we'll like third find. down. Let's give him a third down, you know? Okay. Gets in there, gets a first, <laughs> goes off the field, you know. Um, we got more news to hit. We CJ Gardner Johnson appears to be okay. He had a non-contract knee injury a few days ago, but um, all reports out of camp today, he avoided anything serious. It's it just seems to be a scare. They're actually talking about Dan Campbell said he might be in practice again by the end of this week. You know, maybe just a day or two, he's out and ready to go again. So great news from Detroit. That's a huge piece of their defense, I think, mm-hmm. going into 2023. So you know, you're always scared when there's that non-contact knee injury. Um, and so it's great that he's actually going to be okay. All the tests were negative, no torn ACLs or, you know, MCLs or anything like that. So that's big time. And then last but not least, some bummer news out of chiefs camp, Kadarius, Tony getting, you know, he had to have knee surgery. Um, not sure if this is a season ender for him. Um, you know, we'll see. Mm. You know what can happen. I mean, what do you the the Chiefs? We talked about their receiving core being thin, Joe. Yeah. I mean, I mean, you brought the guy in last year, right? Towards the end of the year, 
and then your your juice you got you got a dude out of like he's a younger guy I should say I don't know how truly young he is but get a younger dude from New York and then you go into the next year and this happens to start off it's not looking too good you know like I don't know how much they paid the guy to bring him in but you you think you have something maybe he started to build a little bit with Patty Mahomes and then you get this going on and it's like man yeah um there is the most up-to-date news is that there's a chance he could play in the first game because his surgery was just to repair a torn meniscus mm. so that's generally like six to eight weeks Classic. so i mean chance for the first game the likelihood he probably misses like the first two games i, I would think say like plays game, three. game game three game four is the yeah. reality but just the fact, I mean, it's hard to to miss that much time and then get back up to speed. So yeah. um, that could throw them off for a little while offensively. That could be, I mean, I, you're talking about missing like full speed, like feeling himself, Kadarius Tony, for maybe the first third of the season, you know, the first six games or so. Um, mm. So that is a blow to that Chiefs offense, I think. I think he was going to be a valuable weapon for him. And, you know, maybe he yeah. will be by the end of the year. But to start the year, I think they're going to, they're going to have to do it without him. True. One one thing before we switch gears here. Did you see, I don't know if we talked about it last episode, but did you see the, the jersey slowly coming out? A lot of alternates. Yeah, a lot yeah. of stuff going on. Um, I know we my got favorite the one so my... far. Favorite one so far. I think the Titans throwback is very classy looking. Yeah. To the Oilers. I... Yeah, yeah, I have a question. It's been circulating a lot. Do you feel that they should have the rights to the uniforms, or should they give those to the Texans since it was originally Houston? No, it's the it's it's the the Oilers moved to Tennessee. Let's yeah, the Houston Texans are a completely different franchise. That's no, Mm-mm. but but they they were in Houston when they weren't. Yeah, but the Texans are a completely different franchise. That's like saying. <laughs> Dude, that's the, the the people who created the Houston Oilers own the team. The tennis, they moved them to the Tennessee. I mean, it's the same people. So, yeah. to me, that's part of the Tennessee Titans heritage. Okay, it's not part of the Texans heritage. You know what I'm saying? That's, yeah, no, I get no. it. No. Let's see. We had the Jets, though. I know we've seen the. I think we might have talked about the Seahawks a little bit last time. We seen that oh, one. I do like the Seahawks throwbacks. Those are, nice. those are those are nice. Not a huge fan of the Colts, like oh the the black blue, on the blue. dark blue with the black. Yeah, yeah, those are know. a little different compared to everything else we've been seeing. Not like the biggest fan of the Lions, like throwback helmet thing that they're trying to do. You don't like Lions. those? Not the biggest. The retro fan. lion. Yeah, not the biggest fan. I. I I see what they were going. They were kind of trying to go for like the Ford, like Mustang sort of look. But I yeah, just... I know the Eagles are planning to do the the like light the green, Kelly green. The, the Cunninghams. You yeah, know? the Kelly Green. Those are pretty sweet. Not gonna lie. the The Buccaneers going creamsicle. Pretty Ooh, sweet. Classic. I like that. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Actually, you know, normally when they do all these different throwback alternate things. A lot of them are terrible, but this year it seems like more of them have been good than have been like not as good, you know? Yeah, it's, yeah. It feels like they've been – the NFL has been finally figuring this out a little bit, and they're doing a better <laughs> job with this. So, 
Oh, I think I also saw the Broncos are doing like an icy white helmet. Oh, really? Oh, I didn't the Browns do that? Uh, the, the Browns are doing that. Yeah. yeah, I did not like the Browns one as much, to be honest. I didn't see it. Broncos, I only heard I thought about it. I saw it's like the D with the Bronco logo uh-huh. on the side with a white helmet. So I got to look that up after this. That sounds clean. It, it looked pretty clean. I um, know the Bengals when they did that last year. That was fresh. Yeah, yeah. That's for sure. The ice, the, the ice white is usually yeah. a good good look. Yeah. So I – we got to get to the Madden ratings now. The yeah. part that everyone has been waiting for. And <laughs> I'm just going to say right off the jump, before you get into some other things, Yeah, I just want to let everyone know, Matthew Stafford being rated like the 25th best quarterback in Madden <laughs> is just like criminal. Like these people clearly do these things for clicks and for people like us to talk about it. Like there's no other reason that just it's asinine to make any sense. They made him like a 75 overall. I just think like the guy literally – Are we – this guy was literally just throwing no-look passes in the Super Bowl less than two – like it's like a year and a half ago, and we're just acting like it didn't happen as if like yeah. somehow he's not the same guy, and I just don't <laughs> understand it. Like I know, yes, he was hurt last year. Everything we've heard is that he's healthy now. If he's healthy, oh. why are we not assuming he returns to form? I just – I don't really get that. Mm-hmm. But apparently everyone is just assuming he's now just a broken down version of himself. And I'm like, <laughs> I think it's How criminal. old is he? I guess that's probably a factor. He's but... like 34. Oh, it's not like yeah, he's Yeah, that's he's not 40. bad at all. So anyway, I just need to say my piece on that. Madden, yeah. I, if you were doing this to get people to talk about it, congratulations, you win. <laughs> it's stupid. All right, I had a question for you. There is one, two, three. There's five people. In the 99 club, you think you can name one or more? Aaron, Aaron Donald. Okay. Oh, did you look? No. Starting off high. All right. One for one. Aaron, Aaron Donald. Patrick Mahomes. Uh-huh. Justin Jefferson. Okay. Michael Parsons. No. It's a tight end and a guard. Okay, well then Travis Kelsey? Yep. You mentioned him today. Zach Martin? Yeah. They got Zach Martin as a 99. Yeah. See, I was going to go with Quentin Nelson if I was going to guess the best guard in the league, but I guess, okay, Zach Martin. Yeah. All right, well... um. The first three are like, I mean, Mahomes, Jefferson, and and Donald are like easy. Like, okay, those are the three generally perceived as the three best guys in the league, the best guys at their position. From there, it was a little harder. I was trying to think of like who sells jerseys and like, you know, I mean, so that's kind (laughs) of why I went Parsons. But yeah, but but Zach Martin and Travis Kelsey, yeah, I guess those guys are 99ers. Yeah, I guess. I mean, okay. Who uh, who do you think got left left out out of everyone in the league? If you think anyone else should be in there, oh, like who was snubbed? Yeah, yeah. Um. Well, I mean, I could I could make an argument for Parsons. I mean, considering how versatile he is and all the different things he can do, he's ninety-seven, uh, which makes sense. I mean, he's got at at least he's close. Yeah. Outside of that, 
I mean, I think it should be hard to be at 99. So true. No, I agree. The only other guy, the only other guy I could make a case for, he's a little older and he's injured too much, and that might be why he's not. Is but Trent Williams is an absolute freak of a left tackle, and I could Williams. I could make the case that that guy should be a a 99er. 98. Yeah. So. That that those are the two. I mean, I'm I'm sure I'm forgetting somebody right now, but those are the two that stick out in my mind. Yeah. So, couple do. I'll, I'll go off the 98, and then I'll get into specific like uh, rating things. You know, like acceleration, speed, strength, and all that, and people who have 99 in those. But 98, we got Lane Johnson, Miles Garrett, Nick Bosa, your guy Trent Williams, Tyreek. And that's it. I'm the 98th. Okay. Bosa, I mean, Tyreek. Yeah, okay. And so with speed and acceleration, there's one guy on 99 for both. One guy on 99 speed and acceleration? Yeah. That's got to be Cheetah. Yep. Yeah, Tyreek Hill. That's the only dude that can do both of those things as well as he can. Yeah. Then we got strength. There's one dude. Who's 99? Yeah. Tell me a position. Uh, he's a, he's in the club. Well, then it's Donald. Yep. Okay. Probably wouldn't the guy, I guessed, but... Awareness, we got 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11. 11 dudes, and most are linemen. 99 awareness. Yeah. Wow. Wow. I don't even know if I can. You could name guess. One. You could guess probably three of these dudes. We they've already been meant four, maybe five. All five ninety nine guys or ninety nine. No, learners? no. It, uh, okay. Donald Jefferson and Kelsey for sure. Okay. We got Cameron Hayward, our guy King Henry, okay. Fred Warner. All right, see, uh, Fred Warner is a good one. Yeah. Okay. Yep. 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 Jason Kelsey's a good one. Uh, Lane Johnson. Got Nick it. Bosa, mm-hmm. Trent Williams, and Zach Martin. A lot of tackles. Okay. Okay. Outside I mean, I don't know that, how they're rating awareness of a tackle. Yeah, like what I that don't know either. I was to trying to figure that you. out. <laughs> I was like, I'm like really thinking like, well, how are we defining awareness? Like, is that just like, are we talking about like awareness of the quick ball? They move laterally, I think. I have no clue. I actually don't know what that what that rating is, to be honest with you. I'd like for a football Madden person to explain it to me. Yeah, I agree. Because you got a bunch of linemen, then you got King Henry, you got a, a backer, and a tight end, a receiver. Hmm. Yeah, I don't I like because awareness at receiver is like, okay, is the ball coming and I like can I make this catch? Like that's what I yeah. would think is like like awareness of the ball with the D B and all that stuff, like space. Yeah. You know, being able to like get your feet down and like oh, make this cut right here, like or like even like trying to like pick a hole in the in the thing to sit in. You know, yeah, yeah, it's the hole in the soft spot in the yeah. zone. Like all of those yeah. things apply to playing receiver. Playing O line, none of those things apply. <laughs> like you're, it's like a whole different metric for them. Yeah. I guess that's maybe it's awareness based on the position they play, and so it's like different for every position. But I, I yeah. would be curious to know the the. Uh, like ideology basis. of that. Yes. I'd love for a Madden person to explain that to me. And then there's two more that had people with 99 ratings. We have toughness, 
one guy, Patty Mahomes. Yeah, I mean, he played on the ankle. I don't know how that, yeah. That's the only thing that made sense to me, but I was like, how else do you define that? (laughs) He played on the ankle. I mean, yeah, he wasn't coming out. If you watch quarterback, he wasn't coming out. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Uh, I mean, there's a couple guys that I think we could have made a case for 99 toughness. I mean, there's some dudes that, yeah, they're pretty, they're pretty tough. I mean, but all right, Mahomes. Yeah, sure. <laughs> and then the other one was release rating. One guy, Devontae Adams. Yeah, I mean that's yes, <laughs> he's the release king for sure. Let's see. I'm a, I'm gonna give you. Okay, here's a couple more on the okay, a bunch of I guess it's not a bunch. Toughness, Aaron Rodgers, ninety-eight. Aaron Donald, ninety-eight. Whoa. This is a guy out of left field. Baker Mayfield, ninety-eight. I guess that makes no, sense. If, no, that's but, fair. Ba- Baker yeah. always plays through injury. That's actually that does not surprise me. Let's see, George Kittle. Yeah. Ninety eight. Okay. Caleb all the time, but that's not really McGarry. 98, Russell Wilson, yep, yep. Brian Jensen, and Trent Williams, all 98s. All right. I'd take Jensen, all those guys, yeah. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, that's about everything that was the top of there. I, I will say I take I took a look at our teams. We got the Rams and the, and the Broncos, like the whole divisions. Mm-hmm. The, the, the teams with the highest on the NFC West was – I can tell you it's right. not the Rams. If, if they're if they're making no, Stafford no. at seventy four overall or whatever, I know they're not high on the Rams. I can no, tell you no, that no. right now. No, it it was uh the 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 Niners. They were it was overran by Niners and Seahawks the first like couple pages, and then for the AFC West it was uh, a lot of Chargers, and and then sprinkle in like the good Kansas City people. Hmm. With with a little bit of Broncos too, minimal, but they were there. Well, I mean, you know, I, I, like I said earlier, Madden. The the game is designed for people to buy it, and they yeah. get people talking about it. So these ratings <laughs> are, I personally believe, chalked up so that you know, and you know, rigged a little so that people will talk about it. I mean. Like I said, the Matthew Stafford rating to me is just disrespectful, but he's a Super Bowl champ. They can't take that away from him. So That is a fact. Um, other than that, I mean, actually, most of the ratings we just talked about weren't completely crazy, but, yeah, I think that one's crazy. Yo, who so. were your top five on your QB? Patty, so Joey B. So, last, yeah, we had Patrick Mahomes, Joe Burrow, Josh Allen. Uh-huh. Jalen Hurts and Aaron Rodgers. Oh, okay. So the top five you had Rodgers in, and they had Lamar in, and just quarterbacks. And Lamar was my next guy. So yeah, yeah. But their next guy was Dak, Herbert, and then Rodgers. Dak over Herbert and Rodgers. I don't know how you could watch football and think that. To be honest with you, I. Mm. And I think Dak is good, but like, come on, man. No way. Because follows them rounding out with two on this first page. See, they like two like I do. Yeah. There we go. Yeah. <laughs> I, I Dak is man. Why? 
He throws so many picks. I can't imagine why they were. Hey, he's keeping it under 10. Well, I guess we'll find out this year. Yeah. I mean, like I said, the Madden ratings, they are what they are. Um, I personally don't even play the game anymore. I haven't picked one up since, like, Brett Favre was on the cover. That was, like, 2012. I was going to say the last one I bought was Gronk, so I think it was 2017. I think it was the year. I think that's, like, 15, bro. It might be. I mean, it's been Johnny had that one. We would play all the time for fun every time <laughs> I pulled up to the crib. <laughs> so um, we got short, short episode today um, for good reason. And actually, I guess I should should probably put this out. And I don't think I've announced this on the pod yet, but um, I, I took a new job. Yeah. So we talked about me moving and everything. I don't know that we ever specified or, or talked. The reason why. Yeah. So I did take a job. I moved. I'm in Texas now. I uh, took a job as the defensive coordinator at Morton High School. Um, (laughs) (laughs) The people here actually would love Horns Down because we're pretty close to Lubbock, um, Texas Tech. So Horns Down is definitely a thing around here. Um, So I took this new job and uh, really excited about it, doing great things. But also means that I am currently working extremely hard. So, mm-hmm. podcast may be a little short for a little bit because I'm in my own training camp, but we'll still talk <laughs> NFL training camp. We'll still be getting on here once a week, um, but uh, it does make our time a little bit more limited and uh, me a little more exhausted right now. Yeah, you know, that's for sure. Getting ourselves ready for training camp, um, two a days, start next week, Ooh. next Monday. Um, I haven't right had to now, do it in a minute, thank God. Yeah, yeah. Um, right now, it's a lot of getting prepared for that, doing workouts, doing camps for the younger kids, and getting ourselves oh, all ready fun. to go for that. So um, it is fun, but the days are like seven a.m. to eight p.m. right now. Yeah, so, long days for sure. Um, yeah, we're 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 exhausted right now, but I uh, love coming on here and doing this. So we'll we'll keep it rolling as much as we can. And uh, so we had a short episode today, fun stuff, um, keeping up with the league and seeing what's going on. We'll have some more stuff next week. Um, we'll have everyone back in training camp by this time next week. And mm-hmm. uh, I'm yeah. sure we'll have more you know, contract news, injury news, um, things happening in camp, You know, coaches' podiums and things like that. So yeah. we'll have more to talk next week. Maybe talking a little – Fantasy football, maybe some some guys. Ooh, that some sleepers and stuff. Some sleepers, some yep, some stuff like that. Pants. So we'll uh, we'll come back next week with some of that. But to finish out this week's episode, we got the banger of the week. Yes, sir, what you got? And it is yours truly's turn. In my limited time over the past week or so, I did manage to get in a really good documentary that I recommend to all of our listeners. Ooh, what it is, is it? on Max. Okay. No surprise to me. Sean White, The Last Ride. I now, have been wanting to watch that. I have heard someone else watch it, and they said it was really good. And I know you kind of briefly mentioned to us in the group chat. But yeah, I'll let you elaborate, my bad. Sean White. Uh, one, I'd kind of forgotten a little bit about like how dominant he was in the mid-2000s. Yeah in the sport of snowboarding Mm -hmm. while also being a good skateboarder too, as a professional. Um, Yeah. That was always wild to see. And uh, so this documentary, four part documentary about an hour, each part. 
But the thing, okay. it was not, it was not the dominance that I came away being blown away about because I, I, I did know about that. It was a good reminder. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. I was like, man, he really like didn't lose like ever in his prime. He just like did not lose snowboarding competitions. Like didn't matter if it's X Games, Olympics, whatever. Uh-huh. But what really, really impressed me, the like, we talk about football players all the time taking a beating. And yeah. the day-to-day grind and, and what that looks like and managing injuries and playing through pain and all that stuff. There's like a different psychological element to snowboarding mm-hmm. that we don't get to see in terms of their training. The amount of times he took near career-ending, near fatal, near, I mean, just awful crashes during yeah. practice yeah. in the lead-up to getting prepared to do things like the Olympics. The amount of times he took those crashes and could have easily just been like, you know, I've won a gold medal already, or I've won two gold medals already. I've won all these X Games events. Like, I could just yeah. call it a career right now, and, like, no one would ever look at me any different. Like, I've already <laughs> made this legacy, especially after yeah. he won that first gold medal. Like, he could have at any point said, like, ah, oh, this isn't, you know, I'm good. And this dude had all these terrible falls and all these terrible accidents, and, like, That's we're talking. That's the crazy part about those sports, bro that we're talking like there's one before the 2018 Olympics where he split his face, like landed on the lip and split his face right down the middle below his nose all the way down and had to have like 60 stitches stitches. and the surgery was crazy. And they showed video of like what his lip looked. It was like completely open. I mean, I was like, and the dude, like, I don't know how he psychologically was able to just turn that, key back and just be like going right back up on the slopes bro and i'm gonna yeah. go win too uh i gained so much respect for like his mental process and mental fortitude and the way that he was able to essentially gear himself up to say like i may nearly die today and i i'm gonna but i'm gonna do it because i'm gonna go land this trick or whatever <laughs> this thing it is that yeah. i'm doing uh, i just think uh like and that the height that they get in that half pipe yeah, dude, crazy. it's insane. Like the whole thing, the psychological element to snowboarding. I don't know that I ever appreciated as much as I did after I watched that. So, and and I a lot of respect for what he did in his career, even more so than I've ever had before. So, um, like I said, we talk about football players, and that's my point of comparison because it's a football mm-hmm. podcast. But yeah. that that's a different. That's a different animal altogether. It's a different beast, you know. If yeah. you do it right, you should. Same animal, pretty much. Beast. Yeah, dude. Because because here's the thing: you land the run and everything goes smooth. You know, you're fine. You know, you're really yeah. not taking any kind of beating. But all it takes is one misstep. Yeah, you know, you, and all of a sudden with your board wrong and so, um, you know, whereas football, it doesn't feels like it doesn't matter what you do. You're gonna pick up little injuries, little yeah. nagging things. It's just gonna happen. You got to manage it. So it's just two different. Two different levels, but man, uh, very impressive. Sean White, great career, and uh, props to him because I was mm-hmm. I was like, wow. So uh, highly recommend. I know you're talking about you might want to watch. I would yeah. uh, tell you for sure go watch that thing because it's it's impressive. It's a good one. For sure, for sure. Yeah, I hope y'all have good night day. You know, whenever you guys are tuning into this, it's probably the weekend. You know, if you pick it up on Saturdays. But till then, we got our guy Ray Ray taking us out.
I'm steady vibing, I be feeling myself, but man, I can't stop it, I'm killing myself, cause every time I see shoddy, I'm choking up to the plate, I wonder if I approach it, she gon' throw me some plate, don't get me wrong, see I'm confident, but some about it that's got me slipping like a slide, probably the eyes, and I ain't even trying to get between thighs, it's just something I ain't used to, way out of the usual, ain't part of my resume, but I gotta demonstrate something that's kinda different to go and get her attention, don't see her all the time, but I gotta mention, when she come around, I'm in a different dimension, I'm hoping, I'm hoping that you offend. Play my song, it's a part of the plan. Up late nights, I be lurking through the brim. Gotta find a way to make you call me your man. I'm hoping, I'm hoping that you offend. I'm hoping, I'm hoping that you offend. I'm hoping, I'm hoping that you offend. Damn, I'm hoping you offend. Every time I see her at school, I'm like, damn. Heard she broke it off with a man, I'm like, yeah, I'm in it, I got a shot. Cruising down the block. Wifey material, she ain't partying a lot. I heard you like to sing, oh, word, me too. I mean, I can't sing, but I would go and sing with you. Make it a little ding, I'm just right with a dream. Heavy with seduction, I'm thinking wedding rings. I mean it, me and you running the town, I seen it. No, I ain't making noise, my rule is scenic. Hold my hand through the grind, by my side when I shine. Telling you my vision, I want you to be mine, uh. I'm hoping, I'm hoping that you a fan. Play my song, it's all part of the plan. Up late nights, I be lurking through the grand. Gotta find a way to make you call me your man. I'm hoping, I'm hoping that you a fan. I'm hoping, I'm hoping that you a fan. I'm hoping, I'm hoping that you a fan. I'm hoping you a fan. I know you don't know me, but just know I know you. I get choked up when I see you at school. I try to play it cool, so I went and wrote a rhyme. Some kind of smooth, I hope you hear it this time. Play my song, it's all part of the plan. Up late nights, I be lurking through the gram. Gotta find a way to make you call me your man. I'm hoping you a fan. <laughs>